0: Hola, and welcome to Spanish Answers, episode 34. I'm your host, Sarah, with Language Answers, and today's cultural tip number two is all about Spain, or as they call it in Spanish, Espana. Spain is located in Europe, and it connects actually Europe to Africa, well, almost, if it wasn't for the fact that Gibraltar is actually owned by England. So it goes Spain, and then right to the south of it is Gibraltar, and then right to the south of that is Morocco. Spain touches the Mediterranean Sea, and it touches the Atlantic Ocean, and then to the direct west of Spain is Portugal, and to the northeast of Spain is France. Spain has over about 50 million people, according to the CIA World Factbook, and its capital is in Madrid. The government type is a parliamentary constitutional monarchy. And actually, if you want to kind of follow the Royal's Twitter account, I've also included that in the show notes. I follow it just because, one, it helps me to maintain my Spanish, obviously, by following accounts that are completely in Spanish, and also, I just find the Royal family interesting. It's kind of a fun thing. Spain is divided into 17 autonomous communities, and it also has two autonomous cities. So the history of Spain, it's rather interesting. I've included a link to two different sites that kind of explain why Spain is divvied up the way it is. It kind of explains it. A lot of it has to do with the country's history, as well as the reaction to the Franco dictatorship and when that all fell apart. And so basically what you've got is you have 17 autonomous regions of Spain, and then these are further divided into provinces. Provinces are kind of like states, but not really. So, within each autonomous community, you've got maybe one, two, or more provinces, and then within those, you have municipalities, and actually, the table by Abacode Advisors is really useful, because it shows you the 17 autonomous communities, and then what provinces are in each one, and then what their main cities and languages are. So, for instance, when I did my study abroad, I went to Sevilla, also called Seville in English, but ugh. Just hate the sound of seville it's i don't know it's like Corella de vil i like uh sevilla so sevilla is the capital of the province sevilla but it's also the capital of the autonomous community which is andalusia and that's located in southern spain as of 2002 spain uses the euro just like the rest of the european union but before that they use the peseta and actually there are stores you can go to in spain still where they sell pesetas kind of like historical coin collecting, if you will. And I definitely went to one of these stores because I love national currencies. I think they're really interesting and they kind of show a different side of a culture. So I went to the store and I went and I looked at them and I actually got one for my husband. Well, at that time he was my boyfriend. Uh, So we still have that. So that's a fun fact. Anyways, going to the languages, there are five official languages of Spain across the entire country. It's Castilian Spanish and about 74 percent of Spain speaks Castilian Spanish. And then there are four other official languages. So there's Catalan which is also official in the Valencian community, the Balearic Islands, and Catalonia. Let's see, that's about 70 percent. And then the next is Galician which is official in Galicia. You've got Basque which obviously is official in the Basque-speaking areas of Navarre and Basque Country. And then there's Aranese, which is in Catalonia, or the part of Catalonia. One thing to note, as the CIA World Factbook does, is that there's seven languages, some of which are included as the official languages, that are recognized as regional languages. So that's Aragonese, Aranese, asturian Basque, Calo, Catalan, Galician, and Valencian. And I apologize to anyone who speaks those languages if I butchered how you say those. But that's enough for our fun fact, or our cultural tip of the day. Let's go ahead and move on to the episode content. So today's episode is about five different bilingual resources you can use with nursery rhymes or kids songs to help you in learning, your, in learning Spanish or to help teach your kids about Spanish as well. The first is by Baby Boom Boom which you can find on Spotify or I've also included a link to their official website in the show notes and the thing I really like about their CD is that it's in English and Spanish so we've talked about their song a little bit on our last episode but there's songs like The Mulberry Bush where you talk about daily routines. You wash your hands, you brush your hair, you brush your teeth and they do this in English and Spanish in the same song which I really like because then you get it back to back Rather than having to listen to one whole song in English and then go to a different track and listen to a whole song in Spanish, with Baby Boom Boom, you get a mix right there on the same track. So I really enjoyed that. They also have Head, Shoulders, Knees, and Toes, which is great for learning, you know, the names of different body parts in Spanish. They've got Five Little Ducks, which is also great for counting. So they've just got a bunch of cool songs on their CD that are really helpful for different vocab... For different scenarios and vocab with that. Uh, the one thing to take note of is that the CD is in British English and Castilian Spanish. So just keep that in mind if you ever do want to listen to it on Spotify or if you want to buy the CD. But I think it's really cool if you also want to just kind of get some insights into how the British sing these songs if you're an American and to get a sense of the Castine Spanish too. And I'm a little biased because I did spend some time over in Spain, so I actually really, really love Castilian Spanish. Moving on to the second resource, which is by Twin Sisters. So they have a Spanish CD. Again, I've also included a link to their Spotify list and their official website. They have a ton of resources. In fact, my sister actually... I don't remember if I have said this on on the last episode, but my sister growing up used to listen to their German and English CD. So I can sing about the days of the week and numbers in English and German, just because she played it so often, and we he- I heard it so many times. Oh, man. It's a very effective way to learn vocab, even without meaning to. But I love their, sister- their Spanish CD. So, again, they also have Spanish and English on the same tracks. It is geared for English speakers, which is nice if you're listening to this podcast, but it is effective for Spanish speakers as well. They've got some great songs on, you know, the alphabet, getting together and eating, the family, numbers. They've got a lot of really good basic vocabulary. Then one other resource that I just discovered is by Gogolingo. They have a Spanish-English CD as well, so I've included a link to it on Amazon and to where it is on Spotify. But this resource, or this CD, has some really fun songs. Like, they've got a cowgirl song, which I really enjoyed listening to, They've also got a shape song, which talks about, you know, it's different shapes, but it's kind of like a hip hop, really jazzy song, which I've also really, really enjoyed. So, this CD also has English and Spanish on the same track, which is really important to me. So, this one's really fun. It's got a lot of vocab, but they've come up with creative and fun ways. And if you're, you know, as an adult, they're really entertaining ways as well. So, I think kids would enjoy it but I think the parents would also get a chuckle out of it. Okay, our fourth resource is the Bilingual Kids Spot. So I really enjoy this blog. I have recently found it, I think a few months ago. I put a link to their blog on 30 plus Spanish nursery rhymes with bilingual lyrics in Spanish and English. I actually printed these out, put them in a binder, and I use them to sing to my little girl. They're a lot of fun. I really appreciate that they've got the Spanish nursery rhyme traditional Spanish nursery rhymes not not many of them are English translated into Spanish most of them are legitimate traditional Spanish nursery rhymes with the lyrics printed out there's quite a few links to YouTube videos if you want to hear how it's sung and then it also has the English translation for each one I really enjoyed this piece and highly recommend that you look at it if you want to learn some some Spanish nursery rhymes lastly number five is Mama Lisa's World in Espanol. So I've included a link to the Estados Unidos, so the United States, on this site. And basically what you can do is you can look at, you can look up a whole bunch of traditional US nursery rhymes, and it will have the translation into Spanish. I've only recently discovered Mama Lisa's World. She has some cool books on Amazon, but this is really helpful. It's kind of a cool community effort where they just get people from all all over the world to contribute traditional songs and nursery rhymes and poems even games like children's games and they'll list you know often links to audio or video and you can see how it's sung or it's supposed to be sung and if there are variations that they've gotten from different people they'll include those as well so I really really enjoy Mama Lisa's World it's got some really good good resources. So if you want to practice your Spanish while also looking into the nursery rhymes, I definitely recommend going to the Mama Lisa's World in Español. And you can also look at different country songs on that site as well and get the Spanish translations there. For this episode, I included the Estas Unidos so that you'd get both English and Spanish. That's all for today. Please don't forget to check out the show notes for notes and or links to resources used for this episode. This episode was brought to you by Language Answers Limited. If you're looking for a Spanish to English translator, someone to edit or review your documents, or would like tutoring, you can email me at contact at languageanswers.com. That's contact at languageanswers.com. Or visit my website, www.languageanswers.com. You can also send me your questions or topics you'd like me to discuss in a podcast episode. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in two weeks.